All right, week three, we are back in business. Spence, what is up, my man? Yo, yo, Kurt, baby, what's going on? Happy to be here. Great. Yeah, man. We got time in, time out. We got a special guest in today, joining us live from the great state of New Jersey, the Bear Jew. What's up, man? What a treat, guys! What a real, real, uh, real treat. I just. Uh... I hope I can live up to your first guest that you had. So I just hope my Wi-Fi <laughs> can hold out. Just a couple of football guys talking football. I watched. Uh, I watched Never Back Down last night, so I'm pretty jacked up. It's uh, just been just been a high for 24 hours on on the greatest movie of all time. All right, so a little different format this year. Uh, we're gonna do a quick recap of last week, um, and throughout the season we'll track the first place since they're getting a payout and then last place since they're getting a punishment. Um, and then we'll focus more on next week or this coming week. So uh, last week's big dick of the week, the dog abides 158 also leading the way in first place. So he's the leader in the clubhouse at two and O and then the tiny penis of the week digs in a blanket, Brad with a, Unimpressive 89, uh, which puts him in last place for the season, 0-2, 200 points. So he's, uh, he's got some work to do. Um, and then <clears throat> in addition to the regular season watch, we got two other 2-0 teams. Uh, the guest himself, the Bear Jew, 2-0, Nasty, 2-0. And then for our last place watch, we got three 0-2 teams. Uh, so we got Poppy in 10th place at 0-2, Tron at – 11th place in 0-2, and, and then again, Brad. So, guys, for these 0-2 teams, do any of them need to panic? Absolutely. Highway to Bell, digs in a blanket. The season is over. Um, it would have been a lot, lot better if, you know, Drew Brees stays in and he squeaks he out of win. But he, he doesn't have the luxury to get those wins that he should have got. Um, and his season just gets tougher and tougher as it goes on. He's got a tough matchup this week. We'll touch on that later. Um, but the old guys, like when you miss out on those opportunities for them to score big points, I don't think it's it's good. Um, and Diggs in a blanket, his team is just a fucking joke. Absolute joke. I don't want to say too much about it, but uh, Todd Gurley is terrible. Uh, or he's not terrible. He's just on load manage- NFL load management like Aaron Jones. Uh, David Johnson's not that good. He's not a first-round pick. Um, and, and everybody else is just suspect. Uh, is just uh, I forget the word I'm looking for, but they're suspect. Sam, what do you think? Yeah, I think to start from the bottom, Diggs in a blanket. I mean, Diggs, whose team is named after, is on a running team, and he's probably the number two wide receiver. So that's a tough spot to be in. I think first game, Cousins only threw the ball ten times. I mean, not that they they had to; they were up, but. That's that's not a good situation to be in for your your number one receiver, um, and then I would have him a little bit to be honest. Him and and Mark, I wouldn't panic. I I, I think that Mark's team is. I mean, he preseason rankings obviously they don't mean shit, but um, he was up there in the top of those rankings. Mark's got uh, I, other than his number two wide receiver spot. I mean, his running backs are pretty set. 
Um, and it just kind of hasn't didn't click for him week one and then week two in a tight matchup. So I don't think he needs a panic. Tron, it's all on Antonio Brown to me. If he stays healthy, he can kind of come back. I mean, not healthy. If he stays out of trouble, he can kind of come back. Uh, Lev Bell is going to get him points every week, even on a bad team. So if he starts playing those receivers on his bench, he might be all right. Yep. And uh, Tron and uh, Highway to Bell have been a little quiet lately, but I did get a direct quote from them today saying they have they're not worried because despite being owned to, they have the best receivers in the league, including three guys in the top 20 and a man on the way back like their team. So uh, he's not too worried. I'll say that. Yeah, top 20 after two weeks is always a good statistic. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, cool. So uh, we had some, some free agent activity uh, this week. So top five in terms of spending, uh, Frank Gore and Randall Cobb at 11 to myself and AJ. Uh, DJ Shark at seven to Poppy. Uh, 21 for Greg Olson to Diggs in a blanket. And then Poppy re reopening the wallet gets Nelson Aguilar, who I think was the most bidded on person for 26. So um, good, to, good to at least see, you know, we're talking about those three bad teams. Good to at least see Poppy and Diggs in a blanket spending some dollars trying to improve their situation. unlike the third person in that uh, triumphant. Well, who, how did he not bid on any, did he not bid on anybody? I mean, I guess like if you look at who he would drop, I, and that's, that's kind of how I look at waiver wire sometimes. Um, you want to keep Tom Montgomery just in case Le'Veon Bell gets hurt. You don't want to drop D.D. Westbrook yet. He's got Gio Bernard, Matt Breda, and Devontae Freeman on his bench. So I don't think there's much that he could drop yeah. that was out there that, that you know, tickles his fancy that much. So I, I, don't, I don't think that was a, a give-up move. Yeah, I will say that that one extra bench, losing, not having that one extra bench spot, um, I don't know. I don't know how it works out. But I feel like the shallow bench this year, it definitely makes you rethink when you're going to get someone. You're like, all right. If I'm picking this guy up, am I starting him? And if I'm not starting him, is it really worth, you know, making that move? So, yeah, I'm All surprised right. he didn't go for a tight end, to be honest. But I mean, Vernon Davis has his moments when Reed's out. Um, but I think Suggs got a steal with Vance McDonald that he could have uh, hopped on. Well, he did put, um, let's see, he did put ten on Greg Olson. So, example, uh, just uh, just outspended him. All right, cool. So jumping in to our matchups this week. Speaking of digs in a blanket, uh, 12th place going against Juju. Know what I'm saying? One and he's one and one in ninth place. Has arguably the most dynamic quarterback in the league. Who you guys got on this one? Ooh, this is a tough one. Um, you, you don't know what you're going to get out of Juju. Um, hopefully a, a week a week longer in practice with Mason Rudolph. He can get some connection with him. I expect a bounce back game against him. Uh, San, San Francisco is low key sneaky good uh, this year. It's two games in. Don't want to get too. Don't want to overreact. But they are they are sneaky good. A lot of upside. Um, now Julian Edelman. I'm scared he might get lost in them just blowing out the Jets. So they don't need him. Uh, he's he's more of a He's like a wintertime running back for at, at the receiver position. You know, like he gets he gets hot as the season goes on. 
Uh, I don't like David Montgomery. He doesn't have another spot in there. Um, Taking a look at his bench. Uh, it's, it's slim pickings on there, uh, unless Miles Sanders pops off. And look on, on the flip side, uh, there's a lot of upside with Gurley and Johnson just because they're big names. But Gurley's in a load man. I, th I think we're seeing Gurley in, in a load management. I talked about it with Sam today about with Aaron Jones. I think NFL teams are more game planning two and three running backs because they know that there's only Saquon and Zeke, I think, that can carry a season going 20-plus carries a game, like an entire season. Other than that, everybody else is bound to break down. So why not game plan into splitting it up? If you have a dynamic person like Gurley, like, it's even better to have second half of the second half of the game fresh as fuck. So I think he's he'll, he'll probably get his projections. Um not digs, don't don't like digs. You get a fifty yard touchdown, you only have ten points last week. That's not that's not good. Um I do like Robert Woods and I think that ultimately, while I'm rambling, I think Diggs in a blanket takes this. Sam, what do you got? Yeah, I've gone back and forth on this. I mean, this feels like a Thursday night matchup, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's too exciting. But uh I think I think with, with Suggs' team, he's re really, really hurt by Tyreek. I mean, being hurt, he uh, he built his team around his wide receivers. Juju stock went down. Edelman stock went down. Jarvis stock way down. And then his running back, um, rookies that might kick it in later, but he can't use them right now. Um, I mean, damn, he's starting Cortland Sutton. Um, yeah, I think he gets it. I think Gurley has a, a better week. David Johnson against Carolina should uh, should get him at least a touchdown there. So I think he squeaks it out. Yeah, I'm going to have to uh, – actually, I have to take Brad on this one just because I don't know who sucks to start. He's, um, and, then, and then Juju is just tough break with um, – with no, with Big Ben. So, um, don't uh, sleep on Mason Rudolph, though. Yeah, I, I'm excited to see what he can do. Um, I'm, we'll I feel see. like he's the. I feel like he's a, a gunslinger. And also, like Big Ben was terrible. Like he as, is terrible. As good as he's been in the past, and he's had a ton of talent around him. Like him without any mobility, no playmaking. Like he 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 can't break those tackles he used to. It's much different. So I mean, getting a, a younger guy in there, it might, it might help. It might help. Big Ben is the most overrated quarterback in NFL history. We'll save that for uh, for, for another <laughs> time. But um, all right. So moving on to our next game, going Highway to Bell versus Grit, the man himself who. Some might say is reeling with uh, Alvin Kamara's loss of Drew Brees. Sam, we'll let you go ahead on this one. Yeah, I'll start it off. I think I definitely think that 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 does take, give a hit to to Kamara. Um, I'm I'm a little bit worried about Sony. I think he was someone I was really high on coming into coming into the draft, and I definitely would have drafted him. Um, but he hasn't, I mean, just in two games, but he hasn't really impressed, and they really haven't had to lean on him that much. So we'll see if he holds up. 
Um, I do like his his wide receiver matchups, though. Um, I, I think he, he matches up pretty well. Curtis Samuel, so he's playing with Kyle Allen now. I think that actually might be an upgrade from what Cam has been doing the first few weeks. Um, and then Kelsey, Kansas City versus Baltimore, I think is going to be high scoring, projected high, high scoring game of the week. Um, so he should get some catches and some points there. Uh, on the other side, again, if Antonio Brown, if he goes off, if they st- keep forcing him like they were, um, that that's a definitely a position that he wins. Um, Galladay against Philly has a, a sieve of a secondary, so that's a good matchup. And he's finally starting those receivers on his bench. I think it's going to be a close one. Um, Ingram against Kansas City. Le'Veon Bell is going to get a ton of work in a loss. I think I'm going to go high. I, mm, yeah, I'm going to go highway to Bell with the upset. Hate to do it. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep it fresh. Yeah, I'm going to have to go ahead and disagree with you on that. <laughs> um, I think we see a, a huge bounce back game against Deshaun Watson. Um, match that up with uh, with Matt Stafford. I you never know with the with the with the Lions, man. One that one one week they run, one week they pass. No, I'm not I'm not sold on, on Mr. Mr. Matthew Stafford himself. Uh, Oakland, I think I think we'll see we'll see some 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 targets to Adam Thielen. Tyler Lockett's getting the targets. Kamar just needed a week for Teddy Bridgewater to get his feet settled and understand that the check down is your best option. So I think we see a huge bounce back game for Kamar. And I mean, like he's 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 dynamic, so he eats regardless. Uh, Le'Veon Bell is going to have a, a a big game just because of the, he's the only person that's good on that team. But going up against Mark Ingram, I think he he gets lost in the sauce of the game plan because it's going to reach so high scoring. And I don't think that he's he's a, a top target. You got Marquise Hollywood Brown, um, Mark Andrews, and the feet of Lamar uh, Lamar Jackson himself. Um, Sony does worry me. He's the biggest worry on my team. Looking back, everybody that I chose in that round, everybody that was chosen that round, I would have taken over Sony. So I do regret that. And I think, you know, he might have a down game, but Kelsey's going to eat. I think we're going to see Curtis Samuel heat up. And Valdez Scantlin has still been getting the targets and, 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 and you know, just getting the, the play that he needs. So we played two good defenses to start off the year. Um, Denver's defense is not as good as everybody hyped it up to be. So I think we'll see a touchdown out of Marquez Valdez-Scantling this week. And, I mean, I think highway to Bell, like I said, to start off, like he needs to panic, and he will really panic after this week. Yeah, some of some of the things on his team have actually really surprised me. Um, I did not think Emmanuel Sanders could come back from that injury and, and has been doing as well as he has. Um, and then – Le'Veon hasn't been great, but, I mean, I think last game, I think he got 11 targets, like 10 catches on 11 targets. So, that's just, like, printing fantasy points. So, can't go wrong there. Um, Spence, you mentioned Ingram getting kind of game planned out of the Baltimore offense. Like, do you guys think this their offense is legit, or is it because of who they've played so far, the Cardinals and the Dolphins? I, I think their offense is um, – I, I think Lamar can keep them – in the game, in any game. I think it's legit. I, I do think they benefited from playing bad, bad teams, but I don't think Arizona's defense is as bad as it might seem because the Lions beat the Chargers, which 
is a good team. So that that first round, that first game doesn't seem as bad. Um, but I just think as far as like them being able to run the ball, they're not going to be able to do that at all against Kansas City because they're going to put up so many points. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I go ahead. I think his Lamar's passing is like that was the big question mark coming into this year. The defenses he's played, I mean, just looking at a lot of the touchdowns he's had, the big plays have been a wide open receivers. And I mean, same with Mahomes. So I don't know if it's the scheme um, or the, the threat of him running that's, you know, pulling linebackers up or whatever. But um, he's had a lot of open windows. So I just wonder against some better defenses if that, if that keeps going. Yeah, but I mean, like, if he doesn't have those open windows, I don't think he's he'll run. Have those, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so like, I, th- I think, like, only, only th- even though Kansas City's defense is not good, he's going to have to make more plays just because they're going to put up so many points. So we'll really see if he's, e- even if it's not a good defense, we'll see if he's the real deal just because, like, uh, a real deal quarterback, uh, an average quarterback can't just do that. For right. the entire game. Right. He's not going to be up the whole game like in every every game he's played so far here. Right. Yeah, I think uh, – so overall for this matchup, um, I think uh, – like so like Sam said, is going to be close. Also, going with the upset, mainly because I'm a little worried about Kamara. I, if, I'm, if I'm them, I stack the box. Uh, Sony Michelle, I don't, they're going to win by, you know, 30 points, but who knows where those go. So maybe a little bit of a hot take here. I think Taysom Hill gets some work at quarterback, more more work at quarterback than he normally does this week. And like in two weeks might be the starter. I don't, I don't think, I don't think Teddy's got it. Right. Yes. Not exactly what I'm saying. Actually, not at all what I'm saying. But uh, I mean, but no, I just, I just think he's, I, I could see it. Yo, oh, guys, uh, how, how, can you guys see Tron like listening to this and and, and going, "Let's go, baby!" <laughs> when Tron, when Curtis picked this team, <laughs> yeah, that probably happens. <laughs> All right, but he's moving. had a good day. Bill talked about the Ravens a little bit, and then now this. It's been a good day for him. Fuck both of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to our next game, we have. The patron saint of the podcast, Upside, going against the defending champ who is on his heels right now. So, Poppy's Angels. Uh, Poppy's Angels 0-2, Upside 1-1 in fourth place. Uh, he's coming off a pretty big week of um, Odell and Baker. Keenan Allen's looking good. Uh, what do you guys think about this? I think this, unfortunately, when when Poppy needs a win here, this is a tough matchup. I yes. think I think AJ has one of the better teams in the league. Um, a big thing will be I think Marlon Mack just popped up on the injury report. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens there because that's a big part um, of his team, and he'll have to probably go to. Tariq Cohen. Cohen or or yeah, but that's okay against Washington or Chris Thompson. So, I mean, he's got some some depth there. It's all right. But his, his biggest surprise for me is Derrick Henry. He's actually been. I mean, 
I don't like him as a running back, but he's been putting up points in fantasy, so it's worked out. Major um, regression this week. Yeah, I could definitely see that against uh, against a good Jacksonville Jacksonville defense. Um, but over to, over to Mark's side, I, I do think he has a good team. I think Aguilar is going to be like one of the most started um, like daily fantasy players out there. But I just feel like the Lions um, actually have pretty good corners and are going to match up pretty well. It's probably a Zach Ertz type day. Um, I think Chubb eats. I think Fournette on Thursday night against Tennessee is probably not going to give him the output he wants. And I'm worried about Carson a little bit with his fumbles. I think he, he dropped a ton in snaps. Um, maybe only, I think it was closer to 50-50 with Penny. So I'm going to go with, with AJ here um, with a, a big week. Going to be close. I think Poppy's going to fight for it. But unfortunately, I think he goes to 0-3. Yeah, I got to agree with you. Um, unfortunately, it's, this is not who you want to play when you're 0-2. Um, Keenan Allen is getting a fucking shit ton of targets, dude. Uh, Odell is, is, is breaking out, getting his stride. Uh, I, think, I, think, I think Marlon Mack has, has, a, has a good game if he plays. Um, and Cooks and Cobb are, are, are nice, especially Cobb against Miami. Because I think, like, when you go against Miami and the Jets, it's the secondary players that get the most shine. Because, like, I don't feel like the your best players are going as hard because it's it's Miami and 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 the Jets. So, like, it's, it's the secondary players who are going to get the most out of this game, you know. So, Randall Cobb, I think he has a huge game. And on, on his other side, it's tough to go with Aguilar after Deshaun Jackson just hurt you like that, but he's going to get the targets. But there, uh, I think it's Darius Slay is the quarterback. Is the cornerback for Detroit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's pretty locked down. He's pretty locked down. Um, I don't, I don't think Aguilar is a a Keenan Allen type where he can still get the catches, but we'll see. Leonard Fournette Thursday night game. You never want to see that. Tennessee's got a sneaky good defense. And, um, yeah, Chris, same thing. With, I agree with exactly what you said with Chris Carson. So, I do think it'll be close. But, uh, yeah, upside gets the win. Yeah, this will be cool, uh, especially on Sunday night. They get, both have uh, – there's three total Browns and then Brandon Cooks on the Rams. So, I think it's all going to come down to who scores those touchdowns for Cleveland. Um, overall, I agree, though, man. Mark's team, I think – I think they're in, in some serious trouble. Uh, when you start, you know, well, he took to Adams first, but then when you go running back, running back, running back, like the appeal of that is that you're guaranteed carries, you're guaranteed points, like to start, if anything, you should start the season hot um, when you go with running backs like that. And when that doesn't happen, it's not looking good. <laughs> so, uh, uh I think he needs a little little magic, either big upset or maybe some trades. So um, I'm also going with upside there. Uh, I will say, though, one, one thing about his team, uh, pleasant surprise with Mark Andrews. Like a dude's dominating. Uh, uh, he he uh, might finish tight end one. Uh, yeah, under his team. He's, per- he's, he's perfect for a quarterback like Lamar Jackson. Yep. All right, moving on. 
we got the battle of the roommates in their 30s. Nashi going against El Padrino. <laughs> the tenant versus the landlord. <laughs> uh, so Timmy's one and one. Nash two and zero oh in third place. Uh, but Nash kind of struggling with uh, with some injuries right now. Joe Mixon's banged up. James Connor's banged up. Um, and then Timmy, obviously Hopkins Prescott is is playing out of his mind. So, what do you guys think about this? He has there. You there? Uh, yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, I think – can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, cool. So, in terms of – let's see. So, I think, like you said, the running backs, the injuries on Nashi's side, um, I definitely see lower weeks than normal out of those guys. San Fran has a good defense. Buffalo has a good defense. Um, San Fran, surprisingly, actually been good on defense. They have a good D-line. So, I like that there. Uh, Delaney Walker is kind of boomer busts on a Thursday night. He's old. I don't know if he can recover that quickly. They have a big game there. Uh, Amari Cooper is going to go against uh, Xavier Howard, which is like the only good player that Miami still has and hasn't traded away. So, I think Uh, the matchups are tough. He's gone. No, no, they, uh, they got rid of Fitzpatrick, not uh, – Oh, Fitzpatrick, okay. Yeah, but, um, yeah, so I, th- I think I think Nasty's team is better, but I think he has some tough matchups. Um, Eckler should still eat. He's been fucking awesome. Um, but I think on, on Timmy's side, Dak's going to have a big week to start uh, against Miami. Um, I can see, see Hopkins doing well. I think Evans is going to have a bounce back against the Giants. Terrible, terrible secondary. Um, uh, Jacobs probably is going to have a tough week, but he at least gets the touches. And then um, I think Waller is going to to pick up those catches because um, they'll probably be behind to to Minnesota. So I think uh, I think Timmy pulls this one out, uh, and they both go to two and one. Yeah, it's a tough matchup. I think statistically this might be the game, or or, or to me on paper this might be the game of the week. Um, this looks like the low-scoring game of the week too. You think so? I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Cooper Cup. I think he's going to keep getting hotter, hotter and hotter. Right, hot heat. Um. Amari Cooper, I don't care who's good on Miami. Like I, I, I even though I think it's going to be a blowout, I think I think he'll put up his projections. Um, James Conner, he's banged up. Joe Mixon is trash, like I've always said. Um, oh, Delaney Walker, I think you see he he's trash. He had one good week, and and, and Cleveland's not as good as we thought they were. But I think, like, Austin Eckler and McLaurin, McLaurin's just going to get the targets just because there's really nobody else. Yeah, I can't name it. 
Only can't, thing they got. Yeah, can't name another Redskin. Um, Austin Eckler, he's he's been. Is he RB one? He's the overall RB one right now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he's. I think he keeps that up just because, again, like running back wise, they're not. They're, they're giving them the touches. Um, Dude, they just give him what like they give him dump off passes. Paul Rivers just dumps it off to him. Like I would say, sixty percent of the time. No hesitation. No hesitation. Yeah. Um, but I do I do see a big game out of Hopkins and Evans. I think Josh Jacobs is trash. Um, either that or just a trash team. I don't know. I'm I'm not sold on him. Is the reason why he didn't get to start and roll, or or take over at, at Alabama. Um, Duke Johnson's trash. Darren Waller will have a good game. Mike Williams, he shows spurts, but man, like he's just so he, he might be the most frustrating person out there. Like, how do you have these amazing catches, but you can't get more than two of them? Um, and and I think John Ross, like, he has a major regression this week. He got that late touchdown last week that gave him a lot more points than he should have had. And Buffalo's sneaky good defense. Maybe not even sneaky good. Maybe maybe. Maybe Almost just straight up good, I think. Aggressively good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I got Nashy taking this one, um, on, in in a close battle. I got a high, I got I got a decent scoring affair, maybe mid twenties, mid one twenties, and uh, very close, very close, one twenty four, one twenty one. Yeah, I I think I got to go Nashy too, um, mainly just because. I thought I expected Duke Johnson to be really awesome this year. Um, and then Carlos Hyde got 20 carries last game. So, I mean, that's Dude. just kind of a head scratcher. Bill O'Brien sucks. <laughs> yeah. that, that team has so much talent on offense, and, they're, and he's supposed to be an offensive coach, and they just suck. So, with Nash's team, uh, and honestly kind of selfishly asking this because I have Eckler in another league, what do you do? Do you just keep it going and ride her till she bucks, hope for the best? Do you try to trade for Gordon and lock down that backfield? Or do you try to take it for a couple more weeks and, and get rid of him and try to time it right? I think you ride out the buck. Um, I think we're going to see another Le'Veon deal. Because, like, I think, I, think, I think Melvin's pride is hurt. It's got to be hurt, right? Like, mine would be, like, you ask for – one million, they say, fuck you. And then the next guy goes in and does. I mean, so far, he's done just as good. Arguably better. better. Yeah. So, I really think he just sits this one out. Like, how can you go back in the locker room after that? Well, like, he's he's got to go back for his contract, right? So, so he can become a free agent. Is I that think a he's thing? Gotta, I think he's got to go back by week 10 so that his contract, like, a cruise or I don't know what the fucking wording is for it. But. The, the term they've been tossing around is your contract tolls. So um, it, it counts as you playing a season. So I guess there's like a certain, there's a threshold of games you have to play to count as playing this year. Otherwise, if he sits out the full year, he would just start next year with two years left on his rookie deal. Right. Like this year, like never happened. Yeah. But I think, Oh wow. I mean, it's, a, it's an interesting point. I actually I didn't think about this because I have Eckler in another league. But in terms of trading for Melvin Gordon, just to kind of protect that and buying him low, but I there's no guarantee that when he comes back, they need to play him. Like it's not like they need him. Obviously, seeing what Eckler's done, and then he's 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 
not going to have practice for 10, 10 weeks, more than that. So like, why, like, why are you going to put him in? Or even if you do put him in, it's not going to be right away. So I, I would write it out, but I was surprised he put him on the block. Yeah. I mean, especially cause like when you think when you, where you drafted him, I mean, what did you lose there? So like, I, I feel like even if he goes down, he got you enough wins to replace him when need be with, yeah. with, that, with that range of pick on the waiver wire. Yeah. I feel like he drafted him right at the right spot. Yeah. yeah he took him in the sixth round. I mean, he's, I think he's already paid off a six round. He's got him two and oh. So, um, all right. So we're all in Nashi there. Uh, no, uh, Sam had Tim. Oh, uh, Sam, you Tim. All right, cool. So split. Um, all right. On to the undercard. Second to last game of the week. This one, a couple of heavy hitters, two of the hottest teams from last week. Uh, the dog abides going against a Rob 12 elite LLC. <laughs> Given Juju, you know what I'm saying? A run for the worst name in the league. <laughs> uh, so Bill is one and one. Uh, was really, really impressed last week, but I think he a lot of things kind of lined up. Um, Saquon's the man. Julio is incredible. You know, Wentz has got the uh, the Eagles offense looking good. Then on the other side, the dog just has Mahomes is just probably the just the best quarterback we've seen since Peyton Manning. You know when he was really putting up those huge number of years. Uh, Calvin Ridley's breaking through through and Dalvin Cook. Um, I mean, honestly, if if we redraft today, do you take Dalvin Cook like? Fourth, fifth. I mean, where does he go? I mean, uh, I think I think five. I was thinking about this earlier today too. I think five. Yeah, I think he goes after. I mean, because you still. I guess if you're assuming Drew Brees is hurt, then he goes ahead of Alvin Kamara. But true. Yeah, he goes top five. Yeah, crazy, and he's got those two long runs. So we'll see if that continues. But um, all right. So what do you, who do you guys got here? Um, I'm, I'm looking at this, and while, while the dog abide has been crushing it, and he his supercomputer has served him well, um, I like I like Bill. I like I like his I like his team. Um, I had him ranked high in the preseason, and like I said, Julio's going to start scoring those touchdowns, and if that happens, it's scary. Um, the Detroit's still not using on Johnson the way that they should be. He he got a lucky touchdown last week, um, but he still only got 12, 12 carries. Um, not sure exactly how many targets, but not not nearly enough targets for him to be as good as he is. So, however, they did cut C.J. Anderson though, either today or yesterday. Yeah, but then they signed somebody else. Yeah. 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 So maybe C.J. just got too fat. <laughs> <laughs> um. I think I think you see a huge game out of Evan Ingram. Um, uh, I feel like a, a tight end is a a young rookie quarterback's uh, safety net. Uh, Marquise Brown, if 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 they're going to keep up, they, then you know I think he's going to be a big part of that. So, um, and I, I don't, I, but I don't know who his his second flex is. Hollins, um, who's I mean, uh, 
I think he's like the fourth or fifth receiver on the, he's on the on Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like a he was a special teamer before uh, Sunday night. Yeah, I think he's struggling with that right now. Um, I don't think he'll start. <laughs> uh, looking at his bench, he's probably got like Singletary, but in Singletary or, or I don't, I'm not I'm not sure. Yeah, I would assume if Singletary plays, he'd start him, but you never yeah. know. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm still I'm I'm not sold on Marvin Jones Jr. Looking at the dogs team, uh, you see major regression with Michael Thomas and Teddy Bridgewater, just because like I feel like. The people that take the hit the most with the with the with the quarterback change is the outside receiver, um, and I I, uh, I think Dalvin Cook's amazing, but then like Adrian Peterson, I, I'm not so I'm not so I'm not so I just not so on that whole Redskins offense or anything that they do. Uh, Zach Ertz is Zach Ertz. I think he's going to continue to heat up. Calvin Bradley's the real deal, but. I'm not sold on Philip Lindsay as well. He's going 50-50 with Royce Freeman. Um, that's not a good team, not a good offense to be a part of, uh, aside from Emmanuel Sanders. But, yeah, I'm, I'm going with Bill for the win on this one. Um, and I think it's a lot bigger than – I think this might be the blowout of the week. I, I mean, wow. I agree a lot with a lot of that. Actually, as I look at Dog's team, I don't know how they're 2-0 in the first place. I don't. I don't either. <laughs> it's Mahomes and Cook. It's Mahomes and Cook. Yeah. And what is what do you what do you guys think of? So you were saying, like you were talking a little bit about Michael Thomas with Bridgewater being in there. You think he still, I mean, maybe not as much, but you think he still gets wide receiver one. I think if you go numbers? into the, I think if you go into the draft with knowing Teddy Bridgewater is the quarterback and Michael Thomas is the receiver, he's a third round receiver. Okay. Yeah, that's I fair. think I think that's a big question mark right now for Dog's team because his other wide receivers are kind of. I mean, Ridley just had a huge game, but he can also put up duds. Um, Marvin Jones really hasn't been putting up too great of numbers. Uh, I think around ten points a week. Um, but I think his team is carried by, you know, Mahomes getting 30 a week, Dalvin Cook getting 25, Ertz getting 20, and that pretty much sets him up for if anybody else goes off, he's in a good position to win. Um, but looking at looking at Bill's team, I think Saquon gets an uptick with uh, Daniel Jones coming in. I think him having a real quarterback for the first time in his career is going to be nice. Um, and Julio, if, if Allen Robinson's been getting targets, if Mitch Risky can just get him the ball. Um, but I, I, I think, like, I think, I think his flex is boom or bust with Marquise Brown. He's been good so far. Um, and in a shootout, that's probably going to be more likely a boom. Um, I think I've got to go with the dog on this one though no, i just think he's got he's got the horses he's got four guys that really can put up those numbers um and i think that's going to lead him to three now yeah this uh i think this game might swing on uh the player who so at the ravens game last week against the cardinals the player i was most impressed with was marquise brown um he is extremely fast. Like, just he makes everyone else look like they're moving. Like, he's crackhead fast. So, um, 
was yeah, not seeing targets last week too. Yeah. After the first week, you know, I thought maybe it was just a flu. He busted a couple long ones, but they're they're getting him the ball. They're like getting the ball in space, and then um, he's just he's a lot better than I expected. So um, I think yeah, they someone gotta... someone I saw compared him to to Sean in his prime, just like a playmaker that will run by literally anyone. Yeah, oh, Deshaun in his prime, of course, an Eagles player. <laughs> no, I, I would. I mean, yeah, there was probably years where the skins too. But yeah. I mean, that's just. I feel like he's got that type of talent. Yep. So what you got, Kurt? What right. you got for the rest of them? Uh, I have. I'm going a Rob Elite Twelve LLC. All right. Uh, on to our game of the week. Dun, 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 dun. Our guest, the the Bear Jew himself. I think this is the uh, highest projected game from, from all the teams as well as one of the closest. It's uh, 51-49. So essentially Yahoo's calling us a toss-up. Uh, McFly... Why, feel free to start off and also uh, go ahead take take some extra time to just walk us through your team or your draft or however you want to do it. Yeah, I'm surprised where I'm at right now, to be honest with you. Pleasantly surprised. Um, I mean, I think week one, I was pretty low scoring. Week two, I had a defense. So I think my – I mean, I'm fo- following in Al Davis's footsteps and, you know, just winning, but I'll take it. Uh, and make it work from then on out. But I think this this matchup, um, it's going to come down to the defenses. <laughs> you've got <laughs> win championships. <laughs> you've got seriously though. You've got New England and Dallas, who are the top defenses going against the worst teams in the league, um, and those are big. Those can be big points. I mean, so, New, uh, New England scored, what was it, 38 last week for as a defense? 43. I, I oh, wasn't no. counting, but you can, ask, you can ask AJ. He'll probably, he'll probably tell you. I mean, that's um, insane. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's – and I think Dallas going, up, going now up against Miami, there's a lot of, a lot of points to be had. So, uh, I do honestly think that's a big part. Um, your receivers, I'm really hoping Baltimore – I don't. I think their corners have been hurt, um, and honestly, they've been giving up, you know, more than they normally do. Um, so I, I'm hoping that um, either they get healthy or they slow Watkins down a little bit because I think he's got a bounce back game in him. Um, what do you think, actually, both of you, since you guys both have a lot in Carolina? What do you guys think of Kyle Allen coming in and what that's going to mean for you guys? I'm excited. <laughs> Extremely, I'm excited for Curtis Samuel. Um, you should, yeah, you should be excited for DJ Moore because I mean he's he's getting the targets, dude. Like he just needs a real quarterback. I'm sorry, I mean, Cam. And I watched, I watched the majority of that game, um, and he was like, there was a couple just crossing routes, like ten yard throws, where he would miss, uh, he would miss DJ Moore by like three or four steps. Dude, so yeah, I saw a few stop routes that Curtis Samuel ran that, like, like, 
Yeah, and that, uh, that one of DJ Moore crossing route, it was like he had the yips. Like, it was like he saw a mouse and was like, Eek! He has and, no idea where the ball's going once it leaves his hand. No dude, idea right now. It's fucking, it's, he, he's, he's got to retire, dude, because I think he's, it, it's not the foot. It's something, something happened. Somebody hurt him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you guys. I do think that is a, an upgrade for at least the receivers. Um, I don't know about Greg, well, not part of this matchup, but um, for CMC, I think, I mean, he's, like you were talking about running backs and load management, all that stuff. He's on the field 100% of the time. So if that, if that offense starts moving a little bit, it's, it's just going to help him. Um, I don't think he's probably going to have the running lanes that he used to have when Cam could run, but I think he'll be all right. Christian Kirk's been a, a uh, pretty much what, what Kurt talked up with Arizona's offense. They haven't been lighting it up per se, but they have um, in fantasy been really pretty reliable, just getting off more plays and, Running the hurry up and all that stuff. The the so dam breaks think, this weekend. You do? You think you think it it it, it opens up against Carolina? Yeah. I I could see it. Um, I also think I was really hoping Suggs or somebody who needed a running back would pick up Frank Gore, <laughs> just because I think it is a good matchup. Um, and he if Singletary's out, I think he got a ton of carries last year or last week, like twenty carries. Um, on to my side though, I think. I won't get too far into it, but I think Josh Allen, um, my hope is they use Frank Gore as a goal line fullback uh, and Josh Allen runs in a couple. Um, Godwin's just, I mean, he's been the number one so far in Tampa Bay. I mean, pretty much met or exceeded all my expectations, drafting him where I did. Yeah. Um, nervous about my other receivers after that, though, for sure. Um, I just, and I'd pretty much gotten screwed with all these free agents moving or getting caught or whatever. Antonio Brown and Shady kind of fucked me over a little bit. Zeke's getting back to a full workload. Aaron Jones should be the guy, but they're splitting reps. But I still think he gets his. Um, But I think this is going to be close. Yeah, I think it's going to be close. Um, I think if Hawkinson doesn't – puts up another dud, I probably lose this one because I think most of our positions are going to be – are going to be tight, um, but I mean, obviously, I'll give myself the win and squeak it out. Yeah, man, this is going to be a tight one. High scoring. I can't disagree with anything you guys say or say it differently, but I'm going to go with Kurt with the squeak out win. Uh, so last week was there was like a 30 minute period that was just a roller coaster of emotions when. Uh, David Johnson and Mark Ingram went out. I, I was just like, "Oh, this is it. This is the. Ch- it's happening. <laughs> this is the championship right here. It's about to uh, pop off." <laughs> and then, and then in the afternoon games, both running backs left. McCoy and Williams left. And then I was like, Darwin Thompson. I was just like, man. And then turns out all the guys are like relatively healthy. So, uh, insert Frank Gore. So here we are now. Uh, Frank Gore, the age. Frank Gore, the ageless wonder. Um, yeah, man, McCaffrey. I was I was pretty surprised last weekend. I'm all hoping... he does is football. Just all he does. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm hoping McCaffrey can kind of get back on track. Uh, I don't think he's going to score 42 every game, but I also don't think he's going to score seven. So somewhere in the middle. Uh, something with 
with Zeke. Uh, so it looks like he's back to his full-time load. Um, at what, what point does Dallas pull the starters against Miami? Like how, how much do they have to be up? Or do you think it's a, a time of the game? Maybe halftime. That's, I mean, that's a very good point. Um, <laughs> I mean, the, the thing, like looking at it, like the Patriots didn't really bench their guys. I just feel like it's kind of more what, what Spence was saying. They're like just taking it easy. It's like a practice. They're like just kind of getting working, getting reps. It's still early in the year, you know, getting getting rhythm. But I don't. I think they. I mean, they'll take them out probably fourth quarter. But I don't think it's gonna be anything crazy. Yeah, um, I feel pretty good about all my matchups. Uh, I'm I'm excited for this one. Um, yeah, really hoping uh, Kyle Allen can can get these get these offenses moving because that Carolina Arizona game it's like a lot of my team. So uh, yeah. we'll see what happens there. <laughs> feel good about this one though. Obviously, taking myself. Um, little little note about Kyle, Kyler Murray though. Uh, as a rookie, he is on pace to throw for five thousand two hundred yards. So. So far, we just need those touchdowns. Yeah, maybe one day uh, the hot guy in Arizona will stop being a little bitch and go for it. Start going for it, yep. All right, well, uh, we we kept it under an hour. Also, with that, uh, Murray hasn't ran at all, right? No, not, he, I think he has like uh, – 94 attempts in two like games. 17 yards. Yeah. yeah, less than 20 yards rushing. So um, that's yeah. what I'm saying, man. The uh, there's a whole whole lot that is untapped. Um, all right, well that's all we got. Spencer, we can get you uh, to American Horror Story. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to take the time out um, to apologize to the the thread for all my trash talking and bullying. I. I'd like my luck to change as far as the stress levels that have been put on my life in the first two weeks of the season. Um, I've had been forced to stay up and watch the very last play of both Monday night football games. And it's hurt. It's hurt. It has hurt my, my sleep, my, my everything, man. Like it is, it's thrown off my weeks. So, you know, I, I win or lose. So what is I'm this? Not, what are you trying to do? Who, are you actually apologizing? No, <laughs> I'm just saying win or Shiva. Win, win or lose. I just, I just wanted yeah, to happen. I wanted to happen before, you know, the last play of Monday Night Football. Let me, let, let me wrap it up Sunday night. Let me wrap it up at the 4 p.m. games. All right. I want the win, but let me wrap it up soon. Okay. Don't, don't, don't put this shit on me. Well, that's uh, that's like what Sam's doing. He go, he's going blitzkrieg. So, everyone except for Chris Godwin is playing at one o'clock, and Godwin plays at four or five. So, uh, Sam will be in bed oh. by like seven thirty. Nice, damn. Damn. Yeah, I don't like that either. <laughs> Shit, that like ruins your day. <laughs> <laughs> Just rub one out and go to bed. All yeah, right, pretty much. Well, Auto Sam, night. Sam, thanks for coming on, man. All right, fellas, enjoyed it. Have a yep. good one. We'll talk to you soon.